Welcome to astro to go the podcast bringing you easily digestible, all-you-can-get specials of astro information, entertainment with sprinkles of psychic and tarot treats. And best of all, like our name suggests, you can take this astro to go and use it in your personal life, professional life, or any other way you want because, hey, it's your journey. We're just here to help. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Astro To Go. My name is Bree the Malefic, and I'll be your astrologer for the day. We know there are a lot of choices in the podcast universe, and we are so happy that you chose to come here. Now, normally, we'd share our astro information, entertainment, and star specials, but before we get lost in the sauce, we are reviewing our main ingredients that we work with here at Astro To Go. We've got the planets, which serve as our foundation, zodiac signs, highlighting our foundations in different palettes, houses, sprinkled on to give the planets and zodiac signs a little more oomph, and finally, aspects, as the cherry on top, showing how each layer interacts with the other. Now, we'll be exploring each of these ingredients in separate episodes to help get you comfortable with our weekly menu. So feel free to come back to these episodes as often as you need for a refresher on all things Astro. Last episode, we featured the planets. We laid our foundation. We learned about internal and external planets, the best days for each signs and the planets that rule them, along with how each of these planets affect us individually and generationally. If you missed this, feel free to go back to our first episode for your refresher on all things planets. Now, we're ready to introduce our second main ingredient, zodiac signs. We'll sprinkle all 12 zodiac signs over the planets to highlight how they interact and change with each palette. So let's dive in. There are 12 zodiac signs, four different elements, three different energies, and one partridge in a pear tree. Okay, just kidding about that last part. But for elements, you have fire, which is known for action, passion, and creativity, air, which is known for communication, logic, and thinking, earth, which represents stability, security, and for lack of better words, having their shit together, and finally, water, which represents emotions, intuition, and fluidity. For energies, you have cardinal energy, which start each season, Cardinal signs are all about action, creation, and forward movement. Because of this, cardinal signs have a hard time following through. Then you have fixed energy. Fixed signs take all of the things the cardinal signs created and make it sustainable. Fixed signs are known for their reliability, loyalty, and sustainability. Because of this, fixed signs may stick with something because making a change from their routine is very challenging. And finally, you have mutable energy. Mutable signs get all of their energy from cardinal and fixed signs. Mutable signs are known for their flexibility, adaptation, and ability to go with the flow. Now, because of this, mutable signs tend to focus entirely on the energy of others and might forget to tend to their own energy. Now that we're done with the more intense stuff, let's get into each sign. We'll be going in order of the zodiac, starting with Aries and ending with Pisces. Starting with Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. 
Now, Aries is ruled by the planet Mars. So we can imagine the planet of action, power, and war expressing himself with Aries qualities, which are going from zero to 100 real quick, the need to prove themselves, and inserting themselves into leadership. Pretty much like the embodiment of Mars, right? A huge misconception about Aries is that they're impulsive hotheads, which, yeah, but also they're much more than that. Aries are ruled by Mars, so their default is getting shit done with the quickness, shifting from action to action and idea to idea, while simultaneously wanting to be the biggest, baddest, and the best. Now, Aries is also a fire element, so going from zero to 100 real quick with an action plan that will get you where you need to be early, or with literal minutes to spare, there is no in-between. Aries also have cardinal energy, so they're all about initiating their creative and sometimes explosive ideas. Aries season begins with the spring equinox, which is typically on the 21st of March and ends on or around the 19th of April. Now, the symbol for Aries is the ram, which to me is very definitive of an Aries. Rams run into things headfirst, and Aries are totally known for doing the same thing. Rams usually fight with their heads and their horns, which, again, that's 100% in Aries. Now, the quintessential Aries that comes to my mind is Lady Gaga. She goes after what she wants, when she wants it. She is a lovely ball of energy and creativity, and she's cool as hell. Moving on to the second sign of the Zodiac, Taurus. To complement and challenge Aries, the Mars-ruled first sign, Taurus is ruled by Venus, the planet of love, pleasure, and joy. So we can think of Venus expressing herself with Taurus qualities, which are relaxation, a little bit of stubbornness, and going after what Tauruses enjoy. Now, a huge misconception about Taurus is that they're lazy, which, I, I mean, it's true to a point, but it's really taking it a bit too far. Taurus are ruled by Venus, so by nature, they enjoy the journey, they love the finer things in life, and they will wait around until the next best thing comes around. They go big and they go home. Now, Taurus is an earth sign, so they're known for stability and being grounded. Taurus also has fixed energy, so they are known for loving a routine, tatting the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it on their chest, and willing to die on any given hill at any given time. Taurus season follows Aries season, beginning on or around April 19th and ending on or around May 21st. Taurus's symbol is the bull, and I cannot think of a better analogy for Taurus. I like to think of Taurus folk as the bull in the china shop. You know they're taking up so much space. You know one wrong move and the entire shop is coming down. But a Taurus, aka the bull, will confidently stand their ground until they are blue in the face and tell you that you're wrong and prove to you that you're wrong. That's the hill that they're dying on. Now, the Taurus I always think of is Lizzo. She's incredibly luxurious. She knows what she likes and what she doesn't. She is nothing if not beauty, grace, and Miss United States. Next, we have Gemini, the third sign of the Zodiac. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, information, and quickness. So we can think of Mercury expressing himself through Gemini traits, 
which are duality, having and hearing all of the tea, and a hint of indecisiveness. Now, the biggest misconception about Gemini is that they're two-faced. And this is a hard hit I simply do not agree with. I think the folks who think this, either A, got burned by a Gemini, two, read all of those lists about serial killers and, you know, noticed that Gemini is on the list a lot. And lastly, they don't know too much about astrology. Now, Gemini being ruled by Mercury and having the symbol of the twins means that without question, Geminis can see either side of an opinion, argument, or really anything else. Geminis have the ability to be funny, goofy, silly little creatures, and then switch on a dime to be intellectual, thoughtful, and resourceful people. Geminis also thrive with communication and are always thinking about the other person in the conversation. Are they talking enough? Are they talking too much? Are they not listening? Geminis are full of internal thought and internal turmoil. Now, Gemini is an air sign. Again, being a stellar communicator with the urge to learn and soak up as much as possible. They also have mutable energy. So having the capacity to take on the problems and the tea of others or focusing so much on the other person in a relationship, conversation, basic interaction that Geminis forget to think about themselves. Now, Gemini season follows Taurus season and ties up any loose ends for Cancer season to begin afterwards. Now, Gemini season usually starts on or around May 21st and ends on or around June 20th. Gemini's symbol, as discussed many times already, is the twins. This represents the duality and multifacetedness, which I just made that up if it's not a word, but it represents Geminis, which I love. My absolute favorite Gemini is Sir Paul McCartney. He is known for his masterful communication skills as he has written 32 number one hits in the United States and 28 in the UK. He shows his incredible duality with his ability to be goofy and silly at the beginning of an interview and then flips quickly into being a serious musician and interviewee. And finally, he was the head of the freaking Beatles, the greatest band of all time. Now, y'all can fight me on this, but you will lose quickly. So talk about juggling a lot. The Beatles had so much drama, and Paul was in the thick of most, if not all of it. Very Gemini, baby. Yeah. Next, we have our second cardinal sign and first water sign of the Zodiac, Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon or the luminary, remember, ball of light, not a planet, that rules our emotions, intuition, and the shadow sides of ourselves. So we can think of the moon expressing herself with cancer traits, which are vulnerability, nurturing instincts, and the ability to personalize mostly everything. Now, I think the biggest misconception of cancers are that they're constantly crying, which honestly, Kind of rude, everybody, but like, yeah, also, yes. But this is because cancers are ruled by the moon. Their emotions are constantly changing and driving them in their daily lives. But this doesn't mean that they can't determine what is logical and definitely doesn't mean that they're crying all the time. Cancers are incredibly in tune with the universe and the emotions of those around them. They're basically like human lie detectors and they can smell the bullshit 
from hundreds of miles away. Now, cancers are water signs, which opens their heart and places it firmly on their sleeves. Cancers also have cardinal energy, so they have the tendency to create things that make themselves and others feel comfortable, safe, and validated. Cancer season begins with the summer solstice, so usually on June 21st, and ends on or around July 22nd. The crab is the cancer symbol, which again, hats off to whoever picked the symbols, absolutely crushed it. For those who don't know, crabs move side to side. They have big pinchers, but they never move forward or backwards. So cancers are always dancing around the subject of things and aren't always direct with their intentions. So maybe coming at you with their pinchers when they could just use their heart or their words to alleviate the situation. No hate to cancers. I love you guys. Now, the cancer I always think of is Tom Hanks, also known as America's dad. He is so caring and compassionate. He has the uncanny ability to dance around the questions he doesn't want to answer, but with charm and without hurting the feelings of other people. And he is so damn vulnerable and open to the world. Five out of five stars to Papa Tom. We love you, Dad. Next, we have Leo. Now, if y'all haven't noticed a pattern yet, let me point it out to you. The order of signs go fire, earth, air, then water. The energies of the signs change in threes. So the signs will go cardinal, fixed, and mutable in that order every time. So we've already seen this with Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, and now it's starting to repeat with Cancer, Leo, and then Virgo. Okay, let's get back to Leo. Now, Leo is the only sign ruled by the sun. Remember what I said about having a big head? Sun confidence? Yeah, these folks embody it like nobody's business. So the sun shines through Leo, or rather, the Leos want to be as close to the center as possible. Probably the biggest misconception about Leos is that they're all about themselves, which, yeah, but you're missing the point. A true Leo uses their shine to hype up those around them, literally bringing others into the sun or the spotlight. Leos will help those around them shine and remember their sun-like qualities. Leos have a remarkable ability to make everyone feel like all eyes are on them. Leo is a fire sign, which can be seen with their incredible creativity and ability to show up. They also have fixed energy. So not only are Leos showing up, but they're sticking around. So you know you can count on a Leo. Now, Leo season follows cancer season and begins on or around July 22nd and ends on or around August 22nd. Now, Leo's symbol is the lion, which again, the symbol picker outer needs an award. Leos are fierce. They are also extremely loyal and run with their preferred pack. Any Leo placement a person has makes them care about their mane, their hair. It is a central part of who they are and allows themselves to shine without having to stand so close to the sun. When I think Leo, I have to think of the best Leo around, J-Lo. She is the star of the show, all of the shows, all of the time. Like, that's it. Who has more sun confidence than this woman? No one. It's quite literally impossible. Next, we have Virgo. Virgo is the second sign to be ruled by Mercury. Mercury in Virgo is different than Mercury in Gemini because Gemini is an air sign 
and is automatically in flow with that planet. Whereas Virgo is an earth sign known for stability and security. Because of this difference, Gemini can see both sides of anything and Virgo looks at all sides. Virgo pays attention to every single detail and wants to get them all aligned because earth signs. Now, Virgos often get the rep for being naggy know-it-alls, which again, sure. But hey, Virgos being ruled by Mercury makes them crave knowledge, information, and having every single bit of information under their nose and on their perfectly organized desk. Virgos analyze and make sense of this information better than any other sign, and that can ruffle some feathers. Virgos also want to be helpful in every possible way, which can be off-putting to those who are intimidated by a confident, curious researcher who has all of the facts. As I've already stated, Virgos are earth signs. They're known for having their shit together and helping you get yours in order, because God knows they have been thinking about helping you for ages. Now, Virgos also have mutable energy. I hope you're thinking, wait, mutable Earth energy? That doesn't exist. Exactly. Now you understand the inner turmoil of a Virgo. They want to be dependable and flexible, but they also need every single thing to go how they want it to go because Earth sign. This conflicting energy and element combination can create some tension and frustration within any Virgo. So please, go easy on them. They are already putting themselves through hell. Now, Virgo season ties up the loose ends of Cancer and Leo to get ready for the next cardinal sign, Libra, to follow. Virgo season ranges on or around August 23rd to on or around September 23rd. Now, here's where I have to question the sign symbol person, because Virgo's symbol is the virgin. I'm, I'm, I'm truly at a loss here. Do Virgos know all of the rules because they wrote the rules themselves and often update them to correspond with the circumstances? Yeah. Does that automatically mean that they're virgins? Well, you know... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Virgos are sexual beings just like the rest of us, and this is definitely a symbol from an older, much more ancient time. Now, the quintessential Virgo is Beyonce. Need I say more? Queen Bee is phenomenal in every single way. That Virgo-obsessed planning can be seen perfectly by her choreographed shows. There's this one clip where she does a hair flip and turns her head around to look at the audience, and her braid lands perfectly on her shoulder. That kind of timing requires Virgo energy. Pat yourself on the back for making it this far. We're halfway done. To celebrate, here's a quick reminder for you. Let's take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. Take a drink of water. When was the last time you ate? Make your way to the kitchen, your favorite food delivery app, or the snacks that you keep at your desk. Don't worry, we won't tell. Remember, take care of yourself. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Next, we have our third cardinal sign, Libra. 
Libra is the second sign ruled by Venus, which shows up differently in Libra than it does in Taurus. Libra is an air sign, where Taurus is an earth sign. Libra is thoughtful and communicative, full of ideas and desires for luxury. Taurus is determined to stay put until it gets what it wants, which is the best damn thing since sliced bread and also sliced bread. Now, when Venus takes on Libra qualities, it looks like initiating beautiful relationships and connections with others, being obsessed with the aesthetic, and wanting everything and everyone to fit the vibes. Much more laid back than Taurus, if you can believe it. Now, the misconception I've heard of Libras are that they only care about the superficial stuff, which, absolutely not, you've got Libras all wrong. Again, they're ruled by Venus. They love the finer things in life and they're going to go for it. Now, they're also air signs, so they're going to think a lot about it and debate internally about it and really determine the best course of action to take to get it. They care a lot about appearances, but hey, who doesn't? Venus and Libra just wants things to look the way they want. They're easy like Sunday morning. Now, as I've already shared, Libras are air signs, meaning they are natural talkers, schmoozers, and thinkers. Libras also have cardinal energy, so they're focused on creating relationships and connections that match their energy. Libra season begins with the autumn equinox on September 22nd and ends on or around October 23rd. Libra's symbol is the scales. Finally, the sign symbol person is back on track. Now, Libras care about what is fair and just according to them. They always put themselves on one side of the scale. The only problem is that they often bring themselves to where the other person, situation, or obstacle is at. To all of my Libras out there, don't forget that people can rise to your occasion. You don't always have to stoop to their level. Now, the Libra that always comes to mind is Kim Kardashian. Whether you like her or not, you know what I mean. She cares about how things look. She cares about justice or did for that one case. Oh, but I guess she did go to law school, so okay. And she is definitely a natural schmoozer. Next, we have Scorpio. In traditional astrology, Scorpio is ruled by Mars, the planet of action, power, and war. And in modern astrology, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, the planet of death, transformation, and rebirth. Either way, Scorpios are not to be fucked with. Mars and Scorpio can be vengeful, reactive, and secretive. Pluto and Scorpio can be transformational and dark. Honestly, I've just hit the Scorpio trope or misconception, which is that Scorpios are dark and twisty, mysterious beings. Which again, fair. But also, do you know any Scorpios? The truth is, Scorpios are intuitive-ass beings who have seen some shit. They're very cautious about giving away their trust to just anyone. And because of this, they show only the parts of themselves that they want to show at any given time. Once you've proven yourself worthy, Scorpios will reveal more of themselves to you. And if you've never seen more than meets the eye with any Scorpio in your life, I'm sorry, but they are not sorry. Now, as I've previously mentioned, Scorpios are water signs, which makes them incredibly receptive to the energy and emotions of those around them at any given time. 
if cancers are human lie detectors, Scorpios are the private eyes digging up all of the dirt that they can find, especially the dirt that you can't. Now, Scorpios also have fixed energy, which makes Scorpios some of the most loyal and dependable people on Earth. Scorpio season usually begins on or around October 23rd and ends on or around November 21st. Scorpio's symbol is the scorpion, which like, okay, just add a letter, but also very intuitive sign symbol person. This symbol causes most to think Scorpio is a fire sign, which it's ruled by a fiery planet, so you're not too far off, but If you think about a scorpion, they usually move in the dark. They don't like being seen, and they definitely don't like others noticing and calling attention to their presence. Now, scorpions also only strike when they believe they're in jeopardy. So all my Scorpios out there, how bad did I just hit your soul? Can we be friends? Yes? No? Okay. You you let me know. My go-to Scorpio is my best friend, but you guys don't know her because... She is a Scorpio after all. So the next Scorpio I think of is Whoopi Damn Goldberg. She is so Scorpio. She once said one of my favorite quotes of all time. When asked what she thinks of marriage, Whoopi responded, I don't want somebody in my house. And that's the most Scorpio shit I have ever heard. We also don't know that much about Whoopi's personal life. Again, what an impressive Scorpio. Next, we have Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of luck, growth, and expansion. Jupiter is at home in Sagittarius and loves to have a great time. Jupiter in Sag is here for a good time, not a long time. I'd say the biggest misconception about Sagittarius is that they only care about YOLO. Remember that phrase? God, it is the worst. But seriously, hating on Sagittarius-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s
They also have this almost mystical way about them where you're constantly thinking, huh, never thought of it like that before. Now, when I think Sag, I think of Miley Cyrus. She is the ultimate Sag. She's here for a good time, not a long time. She's still standing after everything that she's been through and all of the problematic shit that she's done and definitely knows when to get the hell out of anything that doesn't serve her. Now, finally, our last cardinal sign, Capricorn. Capricorns are ruled by Saturn, the planet of time, karma, and restrictions. Saturn in Capricorn is warm and cozy. The grandpa energy is comforted in a cardinal earth sign. Now, as a Capricorn myself, I'd say the biggest misconception of us Caps are that we're boring. I'm sorry, are you not entertained? But seriously, those who think Capricorns are boring, do you even know a Capricorn? Yes, we work hard, but we also play hard. We are thinking of bigger, better, and brighter things to make everyone's life easier. How the hell is that boring? Capricorns are the biggest weirdos with the driest sense of humor that you will ever find. If you haven't seen this side of any Capricorn, think of Scorpios. We don't trust you. Now, as I've already mentioned, Capricorns are Earth signs. They love and provide stability, security, and foundational support to everyone. Capricorns have cardinal energy, which make them the initiating royalty of long-lasting plans, structures, and ideas. Remember, Capricorns are ruled by Saturn, so slow and steady wins the race. Now, Capricorn season begins on the winter solstice, which is usually on or around December 21st and ends on or around January 19th. Capricorn season contains two holidays. Not saying that we're better than you, but just, you know, just stating the facts. Now, Christmas, for those who celebrate, and New Year's Eve and day. So technically three amazing holidays. Again, (laughs) just stating the facts here. Now, this is another weird symbol. I have to question the sign symbol person sometimes, you know. Capricorn's symbol is the sea goat. Yeah, we love making up creatures and weird symbolism for zodiac signs, right? But I'll, I'll try to reason with this one. So we've got the goat, similar to the ram from Aries, but just crazy motherfuckers. These guys scale mountains like it's a walk in the park jump fences taller than buildings, and are just determined to do whatever the fuck they want when they want. Then we have the tail of a a fish, mermaid, I don't know. It's a sea-like tail. Now, to me, this can describe the depths that Capricorns will go to to find their determination, their ideas, and the ability to keep going. They work in all circumstances, despite all odds, and will do it all with a deadpan expression on their face. Who doesn't love that? The Capricorn I always think of, you mean, besides my super cool self? Well, I guess I think of my many incredible birthday twins. Not sure if you've heard of them. Uh, Jim Carrey, Betty White, Michelle Obama. Yeah, enough said. I win the birthday twin game. Now, all of these incredible Capricorns are incredible, hysterical creatures who have accomplished amazing things. Following Capricorn, we then have Aquarius. Now, in traditional astrology, Aquarius is also ruled by Saturn, the planet of time, karma, and restrictions. 
In modern astrology, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, the planet of electricity, surprises, and rebellion. Saturn in Aquarius is revolutionizing the structures, thinking outside of the box, and speaking their mind. Uranus in Aquarius is inspirational, ready for anything, and unpredictable. I'd say a misconception about Aquarius is that they have a god complex, which, I mean, yeah. But also there's more than that, you guys. Aquarius is always thinking of what they can fix, find, or honestly, fuck up. (laughs) An evolved Aquarius cares about philanthropy, helping those around them, and breaking down barriers for all of those suffering. The people who have the power to do this have to think highly of themselves, because if they don't, they can't make these miracles happen. Now, Aquarius is an air sign, which is why they communicate in such abstract, out-there ways. Remember, ruled by Saturn and Uranus, two of the planets furthest away from the sun. Aquarius also has fixed energy, which keeps them sticking around and asking questions when they maybe shouldn't be. Now, Aquarius follows Capricorn season and begins on or around January 20th to on or around February 18th. Now, this is the symbol I really have problems with. Sign symbol committee. What the fuck? The sign for Aquarius is the water bearer. Not the water itself, not the pot that the water is in, but the damn person bringing the water? I mean, I'm truly at a loss for words, my friends. So to try to understand it, they bring emotions to others, maybe, or provide intuition and thought? That that could be it. It's better than simply bringing water. Now, the Aquarius to own the Aquarius name, Oprah. I I don't think I need to say anything else, but just to get the point across, she is the philanthropist to end all philanthropy. You get some charity. You get some charity. You all get some charity. She cares about everyone and everything and spent years highlighting the systems and structures that have been keeping people down and out of their luck. And finally, the last sign of the zodiac, Pisces. Now, in traditional astrology, Pisces is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of luck, growth, and expansion. In modern astrology, Pisces is ruled by Neptune, the planet of dreams, idealism, and a spiritual realm. Jupiter in Pisces is optimistic, has their head in the clouds, and is thinking of accomplishing the impossible. Neptune in Pisces is dreamy, often places people and things on a pedestal, and can spend a bit too long in their heads or in other worlds within their heads. I'd say the biggest misconception of a Pisces is that they're flighty, which again, yes, of course, but also there's more to it than that. As my sister once said to me beautifully, while explaining my mother, a Pisces. The symbol of Pisces are the two fish. Those fish are trying to swim upstream and are getting distracted, banged up, and bumping from side to side of the water that they're swimming in. They listen to Dory and just keep swimming. And honestly, that is the best thing I have ever heard in my entire life. No notes. As you can probably tell, Pisces is a water sign, which makes them the intuitive, dreamy, and imaginative people we all love so much. Pisces have mutable energy, 
which adds to their ability to go with the flow because literally they are fluid as hell. Now, Pisces closes out the astrological year by beginning on or around February 19th and ending on or around March 20th. As I've already stated, Pisces symbol are the two fish swimming in the yin-yang pose. I'd say this is where the sign symbol people redeemed themselves. Pisces are always looking for balance, mostly internal balance, but they also want to balance the world around them. Because they're a mutable sign, they have so much stacked on their plate and are honestly just trying to keep their head above water, or I guess underwater. Now, when I think of Pisces, I think Drew Barrymore. Now, if you don't know her history, definitely look up her childhood, do a beautiful little Google search. She's been through a lot. And now she's healed, she's on the other side, and she is perfectly embodying that Pisces energy. She is so excited, she's so bubbly all of the time, and is often crying at any given time. That's a Pisces. Hot diggity dog, y'all. You did it. You did it. We have finished the episode. You have soaked in so much information about all of the zodiac signs. Pat yourself on the back. Go get yourself an award. You have earned it. You deserve it. So this is a lot of information, which again is why we are separating these episodes individually. So you can take a breather, process all of this information, or just binge it like crazy and soak it all up like a sponge. Thank you so much for choosing Astro to Go today. We know there are a lot of choices in the podcast universe, and we are so happy that you chose to come here. Make sure to rate, review, and follow Astro to Go wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about your personal astro, psychic, and tarot information, find us on Instagram at Bree the Malefic or book with us online at BreeTheMalefic.com. That's B-R-E-T-H-E-M-A-L-E-F-I-C. Join us next time for all of your astro information, entertainment, and star specials. I'm your astrologer for the day, Bree the Malefic. Bye, everyone.